Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a new Be Respondent episode. That's right. We are so excited. Um, it's going to be a new thing for us, isn't That's it? That's right. We're going to have an interview today with a dear brother of ours, uh, Everton Edwards. Yes, he's a Deacon That's Everton Edwards. That's right. And we're excited about, about this, adding this to our Be Resplendent episodes. I think you guys are going to be really encouraged um, today by this interview. So uh, stay tuned. So we're here with uh, Deacon Everton Edwards, and it's such a pleasure to have you today, brother. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Resplendency. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you for this wonderful opportunities, and it is great to see you guys. <laughs> the Lord has done marvelous things. Oh, blessed be the yeah. name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we, have, we have not seen each other for many years. Yes, yes. <laughs> and there's so much that God is doing in each of our lives. And, you know, I want Pastor Chris just to share a little bit about, you know, a little bit about, you know, yourself. I mean, we're excited to see all that God has done and using you. And um, so. Absolutely. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I am so honored Um you know, as we said, I, I love that we're doing something new and we're going to have a variety of men and women of God just to, just to bounce um, some practical things about the word of God. And you're going to hear from them and their hearts. And I pray that this will really transform every single one of your lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, we want to challenge you that your lives will be transformed by the power of God's word, by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name. So today we have um, Deacon Everton Edwards, who is a teacher of God's holy word, the Bible. And today, our, our whole process is about staying true to the life of being resplendent. You know, this is a Be Resplendent episode. So yes, be the life of being resplendent. But today, we're, we're, we're focusing on, you know, the, the holy word of God. Just about a little bit about him is that, you know, he has been trained and mentored teachers and taught the scriptures for over four 40 years. So you know why we, we were, we're touching base with him. He has been blessed with um, two master's degrees, one in science education, school leadership, school administration, and supervision of instruction. He's also been a teacher, you know, in the new, in the new York City um, um, education department. You know, he's been a teacher. He's been a dean of staff, a staff developer, assistant principal, even a principal intern in the New York City Department of Education. Now, Deacon Everton Edwards, which we love, is that he's also been, he's a server. He's, he's yes. a servant of God. And, and he's, a, he's been serving as a leader in a variety of ministries over, the, you know, many years at the Brooklyn Tabernacle in Brooklyn, New York. You know, the prayer band, evangelism, Evangelism Foundation Bible class, where oh, we got yeah. a chance to meet with him uh, a few years, many years ago. Um, <laughs> hospital visitation, um, a marriage ministry, deacons ministry, and even a director of the men's um, ministry there. And the awesome thing is that he and his wife of 34 years, ladies and gentlemen, they, you know, they, they, you know, they, they are now serving as the grief share ministry, which is awesome because there's so much grief that's yes. going on. And we thank God yes. for God using him. Yes. 
as God's hand extended. Now, he and his wife, um, they have three adult children. And the awesomeness, with joy, I get a chance to let you guys know they recently welcomed their first grandchild just recently. So congratulations, Congratulations. Grandpa Deacon Everton Edwards. Praise the Lord. God bless you both. Praise the Lord. Amen. It, yeah. it, it is absolutely a blessing, yes. you know, such yes. a blessing, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. We're, we're so appreciative yeah. in Jesus' name. Um, again, you know, if some of you want to, you know, feel free to always comment and like and share these videos with your family and friends in, in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And this is, there's going to be so much that's going to be shared here. Um, you know, we're going to ask uh, dear brother some questions and he's going to really just share um, some things. So, you know, while we are having this discussion, you guys, you guys can comment, you guys can share any questions that you have. Um, so feel free to do that. That's right. Remember today, the topic is teaching God's word. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what I want to do is I'm going to briefly pray right now in Jesus Amen. name. Father, we just thank you so very much for this opportunity in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I thank you for your holy God, may your word, O Lord, be a lamp unto our feet. God, help us to store your word up deep in our hearts that we may not sin against you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to say thank you for this opportunity, God. Let the name of Jesus Christ be high and lifted up. God, we give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. God, I pray that many will be so encouraged in the name of Jesus Christ this day all for your glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, brother, we are so appreciative. And I said to myself, I said, wow, um, many years ago, we even stood in some of his classes. Yeah, we did. taught the word of God. And and we're we're so, um, you know, I give God glory. We could be a product of, you know, many teachers, but also of yours, of of what God has done in our lives. So, you know, your work is not in vain and you keep, you're still teaching the word of God. So we appreciate that. And it's something about when, you know, know um you know when the word of god comes on the inside of us you know the evidence of that word just has to also come out of us mm-hmm. so it comes in to come out and so to me you know the the practical steps and the practical of, of everyday life we are shining what the word of god is on the inside of us yeah. so teaching the word is so vital mm-hmm. because we're teaching biblical truths to people who are listening so Mm -hmm. the bible says give us ears to hear that we would hear what the spirit of of the lord is saying so you know um we know that that teaching is important so what we want to first of all ask you what are two of your favorite topics to teach what would you say Mm -hmm. are two of your favorite topics to teach from the Bible. And I must tell our all of our viewers, some of these questions are very general. So yeah. this is just, is we're going to try our best in <laughs> Jesus' name because we could go a lot of places. Right. But yeah. we're, we're what, what are your two favorite topics to teach? That's the question. That's the first question for you right now. I have actually never thought of a favorite um, I mean, there's, I guess there are certain things I love to teach, 
I love to teach the word of God, period. Yes. The entire counsel of God. Yes. Yes. You know, but um, and and obviously as a teacher, you have to study, but uh recently one of my all-time favorite topics that I've been studying is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. You know, I love to study and to teach about the Spirit of God. And I also love to study and teach about, well, not just the Holy Spirit, but the person and work of the Holy Spirit, but also the person and work of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. See, those are uh, two wonderful topics that I really, really love to teach, but there are a lot of other things that I just love to teach. Um, you know, there's a passion. There's a passion. There's a love. Yes. There's a burning Amen. inside of you. And so as a Bible teacher, um, whenever you get an opportunity to speak, the question always is, God, what is it that you want me to say now for this moment in time? And so it's very important for us to be obedient because God knows what each and every person needs to hear that, it, that uh, may be listening as you preach, teach the word of God. Amen. Amen. And I love that you mentioned the Holy Spirit, because that is something that resplendency, we, we encourage the people to rely on the Holy Spirit. Yes. We have to yes. rely on the yes. Holy yeah. Spirit. Yes. You know, yeah. when something happens where you're at work or you're at school and all of a sudden this you think that oops, something just pops in your head. No, it's it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you mm. have to acknowledge the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, yes. thank you for, mm -hmm. for giving me that answer. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. To acknowledge God mm -hmm. yes. throughout your day. So I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So what would you believe in knowing, in knowing like, let's, let's just stay in the, the vein of the Holy Spirit right now, the topic of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So like, if you were to say right now to, to the people listening, um, what is the truth, like a truth regarding the, the Holy Spirit that you think is important in your teaching, you know, in teaching about this topic? I think it's very important for believers in Jesus Christ to know that the Holy Spirit is for today. Amen. Mm. Very good. Yes. It Amen. is extremely important mm -hmm. for believers in Jesus Christ to acknowledge and to receive, now we receive the Holy Spirit when we accept Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. See, But there, the Bible teaches a, a second work of grace um, that's called the infilling mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. And it's described in the second chapter of Acts in terms of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. But in the book of Acts, Paul went, the Bible says Paul went to Ephesus and he met some believers. These were Christians. Yes. So they had the Holy Spirit. And he said to them, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Amen. And their response was, we haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. 
And Paul says, then what baptism were you taught? And they told Paul, we were taught about the baptism of John. And then the Bible says, Paul prayed for them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And so it is important, especially in our generation, because a, a lot of times we have gotten away from um, the, 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 the power and the presence yes. and, and the, the leading of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we have tried to do a lot of things as the body of Christ on our own, in our own wisdom. Yes. And I really, that's one of the messages I, I really hope that um, we return to. God did amazing things in the early days of the church. Jesus himself said to his disciples, you need to wait before yes. you go anywhere, before you do anything, you need to wait for the promise of the Father. And when they waited, which meant they got together and began to worship God and call upon God and ask God to send the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came and the world has never been the same. We need a move of God like that in our generation. Yes, yes. amen. Yes, amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Yes, amen. we need the Spirit of God to turn our nation and the world upside down like he did over 2000 years ago. It's, it's very true. And see how that may sound like a super spiritual thing to, mm. to some people right now, but that is actually a practical thing that the father wants us to understand exactly what you're saying is that we need the Holy Spirit. It's a yeah. need that the believers must have. And we need to, even if we get filled with the Holy Spirit, it's a constant renewal. It's something that it, you need right. to continue to yes. build. Constant infilling. Spirit. Yes. And that, that comes like you're saying with the waiting, the waiting and, and taking time in prayer and seeking him and, and, and just inviting him to fill you up. We the, need the, verse be, the, the verse be filled with the Holy Spirit is just exactly that. Be filled and keep on being filled. Exactly. And in Zechariah chapter four, the word of God says, it's when Zerubbabel was rebuilding the temple or repairing the temple, God told him it's not by human might or human wisdom, but it's by my spirit. Yes. That's right. That God's temple is built. And so forgive me for interrupting you, but it is a no, continual, fantastic. continual process. I, in Amen. fact, I was going to ask you to, to elaborate on you know, the infilling and the refilling of the Holy Spirit, because that is something I want our viewers to grasp, yes. to know, to help them in their every single day life. Mm -hmm. The example what I have used, um, Deacon, um, is, is, is that we have, I've, I've generally said, guys, most people have a smartphone mm -hmm. and I encourage them, you know, try to use your phone for a couple of days or even a full day sometimes without recharging that phone, see if it will work. It will not. So immediately it begins to get really dry. It gets really low. You can barely get to use your phone. So they run for a charger anywhere or a cordless charger and they try to recharge it. It's symbolic of how we have to continually rely on the Holy Spirit. Go to God, tap into God, stay in his presence in Jesus name. Yeah. I was looking for that reference where um, Paul speaks to the church. I can't remember if it's in Ephesians um, or uh, 
the first or second test book of Thessalonians, where Paul says, do not be drunk mm -hmm. with wine. Yes. Where is accessory? That mm -hmm. leads to wickedness. But he says, be filled yes. with the Holy Spirit. That's and right. so Paul is talking about the way to be filled, which is to simply drink. Yes. Exactly. In the same way that we drink wine, we need to drink in of the Holy Spirit. And the more we drink, the more he saturates us. Mm -hmm. And we, we can drink. When someone gets drunk, they usually drink a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. When you drink a lot of the Spirit of God, you're going to be filled and you're going to overflow and the Holy Spirit is going to be able to use you and I and everyone else who allows him to operate in and through them to glorify the name of Christ, to shine for That's Jesus right. Christ. Yeah, that was in Ephesians 5.18, the, the reference yes. that you mentioned. It's uh, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, the difference here, you know, is that to me, and, um, you know, when I think of that is that, you know, God is saying, like, don't be, don't be drunk on these things. Don't mm -hmm. get, don't, don't let these other things fill you up. Don't yes. let the world or anything of this world, you know, yes, the example is like, it, they're saying wine, but, you know, we can allow other things to fill us up and, and like, yes. you know, pour into us. Don't, yes. don't get filled with those things because those things will ruin your life. And a lot of, a lot of Christians, I believe nowadays are, like you said, leaning on their own understanding. So, you know, you know, the term, you know, I, I know may not be understood by some is, you know, it's like a carnal Christian or fleshly, like you, you're allowing, like your, your fleshly desires is what you are hiding in, you're living in, you're dwelling in, you're allowing to be poured into you. Yes. So if you're allowing those things to be poured into you on a daily basis, then the Bible's warning, you're ruining your life. I mean, the yes. Bible is literally saying that. Right. So he's saying instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why, like, you know, can we even compare, can, you know, let's be honest. Can we really compare when we're really filled with the Holy Spirit versus being filled with anything else? Nothing can even compare. You know, I have to say this because I remember um, there was someone that, um, you know, came to the Lord Jesus Christ that, that God allowed us to lead them to the, to the Lord Jesus Christ. They, they got saved. And I remember them saying, you know, I've taken drugs. I've, I've been yes. an alcoholic, you know, I've gone to, to sexual addiction. I've done all mm -hmm. kinds of things. And they said, but my God, like there is nothing like this high that I feel right now with the Holy Spirit. Yes. And, and that is, that is what yes. we're talking about right yes. now. Yes. Nothing can compare. Yes. Nothing compares. Filled with the no. Holy Spirit. No. Now, there is a peace. Yes. There is a peace that you cannot compare to anything. Mm -hmm. There is a joy that you cannot compare to anything. There is a love that you cannot compare to anything. And there is a power and an anointing. Yes. Amen. Yes. That's right. 
that you cannot compare to anything else in this world. Amen. When you have the spirit of God working in you and flowing through you. And Paul is saying drink. And it's really, I'm, I'm glad you said what you said, because it's about what do we allow to enter in through the eye gate, the ear gate, especially the thoughts that we dwell on. Yes. Are we thinking about the things of the Holy Spirit? Yes. You see, is that what, what are we drinking in, in our minds and with reading and listening to with our ears as we pour, have more of the things of the spirit pour into us through these different gates. I call them gates. Ear yes. gates and eye gates, yeah. mind gates. Yeah. There is an infilling. There's an infilling that we receive, and it empowers us to do the work of Jesus Christ. Yes. That's right. You shall receive power. Yes. After the Holy Spirit has come upon you, power to do what? To do the work of Jesus Christ. Yes. Preach the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the whole world, because that was the great commission. That's right. I want to say one quick moment, and then I have another question for you. I love that um, the, 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 the scriptures and the different versions um, that Pastor Natalie had here, it says, you know, it, about, you know, when, if you allow other things to enter your the various gates, and I agree with mm-hmm. you, there are gates. That's what we know. What, if we just like a, you open a physical gate to let someone come in, it's the same way. You have to be very careful because I, I love it. It says it could, it can lead to, it could ruin your life in Ephesians, you know, the new living translation, it will, mm-hmm. it will, it will ruin your life. Um, another, another version says it can do, it will lead you to debauchery. Another version says it will give you reckless indiscretion. It will give you, you know, if you open yourself to other things other than the Holy Spirit, you yes. can literally ruin your life. And I, I just wanted to, to really I have to say, say this that. as well. Yes. Praise God. Um, is that also you think about how if I'm not empty, see, that's why I yes. believe when Jesus said, wait for, wait for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you really think about, you know, drinking in whatever we're drinking mm-hmm. in, we we it's cravings we want yes. more, and more and more and more yeah. right and it doesn't satisfy yeah so but the waiting on the lord mm-hmm. and coming in his presence it's also going to take us a place of surrender we have to have a surrendered heart yes a willingness mm-hmm. to receive the holy spirit yes a willingness to um, to, um, be filled, uh, a desire to want it yeah. because if we don't, if we're, if we're still battling, I don't want to stop these other things that I love being filled with. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, it's we hard, can it's hard to be filled with the spirit. If you're still, if you're still saying, God, I can't give you all of me. So we need to be emptied so he could fill us yeah. up. Yeah, it is possible for us to grieve or quench the Holy Spirit by our words or by our actions. Yes. And That's so right. we need to we need to surrender and allow, you know, God to 
fill us. And it's always important to remember that whatever the Holy Spirit impresses you to do or say, always check with the word of God. Yeah, Amen. That's right. It's always Amen. going to be right. in line with the word of God. Yes. That's right. It's so funny. I, want... I, I was going to do the same thing. I said, you got to get this, the B-I-B-L-E. You know, it's, 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 it is true. And in that very topic, as we're discussing it, see, yeah. I love the, the holy word of God. Yes. As Christians, we're encouraged to read the Bible yes. daily. And hopefully, God willing, multiple times in a given day. Yes. Yeah. Um, what time or times, and I pray that our viewers will grasp this, what time or what, what different time, morning, noon, night, what time works best for you and why? Okay, I'm going to answer that question. Before I do, I want to share to our viewers that the Holy Spirit is extremely important. And I love to preach and teach about the Holy Spirit about the person and work of Jesus Christ. May, the, the, to me, one of the most important topics that we need to teach and preach in the word of God is the message of salvation. Amen. Extremely important that we never lose sight of teaching and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, Amen. which is Christ, God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son into a dark and evil world yes. so that anyone who receives him will have everlasting life. Amen. And so that is, um, to me, uh, the most important topic in the Bible to, to teach and to preach and it's about justification by faith. Yes. Amen. It, it also includes that. Now, in terms of study, studying the word of God, um, that depends on the season of someone's life. Okay. Because uh, now in this stage of my life, I am literally studying the word of God hours during the day. See, now, when I was a young person and I had a family, I was working um, with major responsibilities. I would read the word of God, but obviously I couldn't, I wasn't studying the word of God then the way I am now because of all the other responsibilities that we can have in life. So, as you said, the important thing is to read the word of God. And I like to say, don't just read. I like to say study. Mm -hmm. That's what Paul told Timothy. Study to show yourself approved. Right. A workman that does not need to be ashamed. And studying means taking the word, taking paper. I always have tons and tons of paper. Writing down what I'm studying, meditating on what I'm studying, asking the Holy Spirit to show me what, is, what, is, what are the lessons I can learn from what I'm studying and what can I apply to my life. So um, at this stage in my life, most of my studying is done 
either in the middle of the day or after work. There, there is a passion and a love that um, the only word that I can use is being driven. Mm-hmm. It's a hunger. It is. Yes. It is. See, in the in the New Testament, I think it's in the Gospels. Um, it could be Matthew. I can't remember the verse. It says, "He who hungers yeah. and thirsts mm-hmm. for righteousness yeah. shall be filled." Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. See, and that's what I want. I want to be filled with God. Yes. yes. Now, how do you get filled with God? You get filled by God by studying his word. The more you study, the more filled you become. That's right. The Bible is God's written word. Yes. So when you read this word, God is speaking to you. God is pouring into you. And we're clearly, obviously filled by prayer and spending time with the Lord. So... I am littering, literally studying. My goal is to study as much as possible. Amen. And I have I write tons of notes. Anything I study, <laughs> any topic I study. Oh wow. Any topic I study, I'm writing. Mm. I'm taking notes mm. and I'm writing down what I feel God is showing me or what he wants me to share with someone else. I do not study to get sermons. I do not read the Bible to get sermons. Correct. As I read the word, the Holy Spirit just Mm -hmm. gives you things, and you know, I'm going to need that. Write it down. You don't know when. (laughs) (laughs) But, and so, it's a wonderful, oh, marvelous love affair and journey. Yes. It's, it's amazing because it's like, it's like a treasure. So like yes. the way you're describing the Bible does talk about that, how his word is like a treasure. So, mm-hmm. and he wants us to treasure it and hide it in our hearts. You know, it's important that we understand when we're reading and studying the word there, it's deposits of, you know, like deposits, deposits are being made, you know, into our lives just yes. because we took time with God and studying his word, you know, and there, his word. there are times when you have to be very sensitive, you see, because there are times when um, you're inspired to study mm-hmm. because we're human. We live in these vessels of clay. And there are times when I sense my hunger is waning. Yes. And God is so wonderful you know, I've been taught over the years by great men of God who was inspired and, and um, encouraged me to, to serve the Lord. Obviously, our senior pastor, Pastor Jim Simula at Brooklyn Tab, but others. Um, so I learned to pray, God, I can sense um, my hunger is waning. Renew my hunger, Lord. And it applies to prayer also. And God is so amazing and faithful. He gives you that hunger. You know, I need you, Lord. He brings back the hunger. And so it just snowballs. And, um, you know, when you have a love for God's word, there's nothing more wonderful. Um, I'm I'm studying even in my car. 
Yeah. I'm listening to sermons. You see, um, you know, and one of the things I do is prayer walk. And I will walk and I'll be listening to godly music or godly sermons. I'm studying the word of God. I'm taking it in, you know, and so uh, it is a treasure. And we ask God to open up our hearts and our minds and give us understanding so that we can share his word and his love with those that um, we get an opportunity to speak with. I do. I, do I love those examples. I, I pray that our viewers will take, uh, take that in, take those it's, in it's, and, and maybe apply it so, and, and do some of them in their personal lives. Yeah. You know, you, you reference um, Matthew five verse six, which says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst yes. for righteousness for they will be filled. And that is a promise of the Lord. And it's funny how, if you see, when we were talking about the Holy spirit, mm -hmm. we were talking about being filled. It's the same thing here with a hunger and a, and like thirsting for him. Mm. He's promising once again yes. that we're going to be filled up mm. and it okay. takes yeah. time in his word. It takes, mm -hmm. we got to make time for God. Too many of us, are we making enough time for God? And, you know, I love your reference when you said, you know, it, you know, depends on the season that, of life where you are. Yeah. You know, it is important that whether we are very a young person, uh, uh, maybe a child, you know, maybe just got saved, uh, uh, a person in college, uh, older person, it doesn't matter where we are in life. It is so vital. Like you said, the key that we remember to keep coming to Jesus yeah. and reading the word and spending time with the Lord. Yeah. And it's amazing how many things are in the Bible when we take time in his word that are for us where we are, relevant where we are in each of our lives. Amen. I agree. And in addition to that, in Matthew 4, 4, it says, but Jesus said, no, the scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone. Alone, yes. But by every word. word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you're watching and you're you're wondering, you know, I have been feeling a little, maybe anxious. I've been feeling a little lonely. I've been feeling a little um, dry. Dry. I, I mm -hmm. feel like there's a yearning. My my life is not yes. fulfilled. You can probably. Check yourself, question yourself and say, okay, how much am I reading the word of God? Even when I begin to get those attacks from the enemy, thoughts mm -hmm. that are not of God, maybe I should run to the word of God and, and, and just find something and read and renew my mind because I cannot just live by just my, thank God for delicious food. I can't live on yes. the alone, but I must live on the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. So who may feel a little empty inside, mm. please know, run to the word of God. And for some of you who you just saw Deacon, um, you know, Everett Edwards, you know, grab a bunch of his papers. My wife teases me because in my, my, my phone, we just, you know, when we got a new, a newer phone, I still have about 400 notes. I have a note 
thing in my phone. So because of me, instead of me keeping papers, which she says, honey, you have too many papers around the house, you know, <laughs> or in, in the desk in, in the office, she says, okay, so I have at least 400 notes because as the Lord speaks to her or myself, I grab it and I create another <laughs> note and I go through all of them and say, wow, Lord, I remember when you spoke that to me. So yeah. I'm just encouraging our viewer, viewers that say, okay, I don't use paper. Go ahead and put it in your phone. Reflect on it because you must live on every word that comes to the word of God. Now, another question that usually comes up is that people ask, so what version of the Bible do you use? And I'm not going to answer the question. I'm going to say, what two or three versions do you use um, and why? why? Well, I think um, the version that I use the most is the NIV. Okay. The version that I definitely use the most is the the new international version. And it is actually, um, as I checked the statistics, it's the number one selling version of the Bible. Okay. Uh, The King James is number two. And um, I do read the King James still. It has been for over 400 years, the standard throughout the entire world. And um, so, uh, and it is uh, the second, still one of the um, most uh, purchased versions of the Bible uh, there is. Um, So I do use primarily the NIV. I also use the NLT. Yes. Yes, the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. And um, I have a parallel Bible. For those of you who aspire to teach, and I'm sure you do, uh, what the Parallel Bible does is give you different translations of the books in the Bible side by side. Um, Pastor Simbola, our pastor at Brooklyn Tabernacle, recommended that to me years ago, years ago, decades ago. And so um, uh, the NIV, the NLT, the King James versions, version, and also the Amplified Bible. Yes. Amplified Bible around here. You can see how beat up it is. And I, some people do not like the Amplified Bible. I love the Amplified Bible because it enlarges on a passage mm-hmm. and gives you insights that you don't get um, when you read other translations of the Bible, and um, I would agree, it allows, it allows you to see the Word of God from a different perspective. But what I love about the NIV is that it's easy to read and it's a modern translation. Yes, um, the King James is obviously written in language that a lot of modern English speakers may struggle with. Okay. Yes. Because of the archaic language, verily, verily, I say unto thee. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. I love it. I study. I, I read it. Um, but um, I think it's it's it is important for uh, us to have reliable modern translations of the Word of God. Because okay. the important thing is yeah. to understand. That's right. 
Yes. The word of God. That's right. Well, amen. You know, in, in that amen. we have so much to that we can continue talking about, but we would love for you to spend, you know, a few minutes yeah. and just encourage our viewers to, to stand out and shine for Jesus Christ to whatever God puts on your heart, just to encourage you before we wrap up and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you so much, Pastor Chris and Pastor Natalie for the opportunity. Um, let me just say a word of prayer. I have a passage that I um, wanted to share from uh, the book of Exodus. It's uh, Exodus chapter 34. But let me just, if you don't mind, ask yeah. the Lord to bless this word. Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to share your word. We ask you, oh God, we thank you for your presence. We sense your presence in our midst. And yes, oh God, we thank you so much. We ask you to take this word yes. and to feed your people, build up the body of Christ. Oh God, use the, 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 the words, the feeble words that I might share to strengthen and encourage your people to bring life. Thank you. Oh God, to glorify your name. And so Speak through us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Um, so um, Pastor Chris and Natalie asked if I would share brief briefly for a few minutes to encourage you, our listeners, on um, being resplendent. Uh, and the word means to, to radiate, to shine forth, the glory of God to shine forth for Jesus Christ in the midst of a dark and evil world. And so um, I began to pray and just felt that the Lord was leading me to Exodus chapter 34. It is a rich chapter, Exodus 34. And uh, so is the passage that I'm going to read, verses 29 to 32. This is the NIV, Exodus 34, 29. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. After all the Israelites came near, he gave them all the commandments the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. And um, this passage is talking about the fact that God told Moses to come back up to the mountain to receive the 10 commandments, the law, the commandments of God, and actually there are more than 10, because God gave Moses the law earlier. If you read the book of Exodus, Moses was on Mount Sinai meeting with God, and God gave him the commandments 
And while he was up in the mountain, the children of Israel told Aaron to make a god of gold because Moses was gone for far too long, 40 days and 40 nights. And so when he got the commandments and came down, he saw the craziness in the camp. And he got so mad, so angry, that he threw those two tablets in anger and broke them. Now God calls him back to the mountain. And he says, God says, chisel out two tablets. You chisel out two tablets. And I'm going to write. I'm going to actually tell you what to write. This is my word. Moses chiseled out the word that God gave him. And so he was in Exodus 34 on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights getting God's law because God was entering into covenant with his people. And interestingly enough, Pastor uh, Chris, you said, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And we are humans, we need physical food. So no one can go without food. But there are times, and this is one of them, that verifies the passage you just quoted. God shows us. Moses was on the mountain for 40 days, and he didn't eat or drink water. Why did he live? Because the word of God sustained him. And I'm not telling you to go out and, and fast for 40 days. Don't misunderstand me. But the word of God is true. We cannot live without God's word. And we're talking about spiritual life primarily. This is your fuel, your food. So Moses comes down and his face is radiating the glory of God. And I want you to notice what the Bible says. He did not know that he was radiating beams, glory beams. Some translations say his face was shining. His face was literally reflecting the glory of God, but he didn't know it. And what that teaches us is that you can right now be glorifying God and shining for Jesus and not even realize it. Don't think that just because no one knows who you are or you're not healing anyone or God will shine through the believer to glorify his name, and he will do it, and you may not even be aware of it. And I want to encourage you, just live for Jesus. Now, in this passage, the Bible tells us one of the reasons why Moses was radiant. But before I touch on that, I want to mention something very important, because you and I need to understand that in order to be radiant, we must be willing to accept the call of God on our lives. Why do I say that? Because in Exodus chapters three and four, God came and called Moses to go to Egypt to deliver his people from bondage. I'm gonna put my stopwatch on. I left my phone here. I don't wanna go over time, <laughs> sorry. Um, and when God told Moses to go to deliver his people Israel from Egypt, from bondage, Moses 
said, are you sure? I'm nobody. Who am I to talk to Pharaoh? And God says, yes, I'm sending you. And then Moses came up with another excuse. You know, he said, what if the people don't listen to me? What if they don't believe me? And a third excuse was, um, I can't speak. I don't speak very well. Aaron talks better than me. So he could have said no to the call of God and missed an opportunity to reveal, to reflect, to radiate the glory of God. So if you want to shine for Jesus, you want to be obedient and surrender your life wholly and completely to whatever it is God is calling you to do. Amen. God uses Moses to radiate his glory, even though Moses was a broken man. You don't have to be perfect. This is the same Moses who murdered the Egyptian. Correct. This is the same Moses who had an anger problem, a temper problem. You don't have to be perfect to radiate the glory of God. God uses broken people. He uses me, a broken man, Pastor Chris and Natalie. He can use you just exactly the way you are. You simply need to be obedient to do whatever it is he's calling you to do. And then the Bible says in Exodus 34, it tells us the reason why Moses was radiant. He didn't even realize it. The Bible says Moses was radiant because he had spoken with God. Verse 29. What that means is, if you and I are going to be radiant, we have to spend time in prayer, in communion, and fellowship with God. Amen. Now, a lot of people have spoken to God, but haven't radiated glory beams. So just because glory beams aren't shining from you don't mean you are, does not mean you're not radiating God's glory. There are untold ways to radiate God's glory. And people around you will sense it, just like they did with Moses. You know, as I read this, it's strange that they didn't say Moses' face was glowing. He was meeting with God, and that's what God did. Maybe God can do that in my life. Notice what they did. They ran. They got afraid and they ran. And what that told me is, as humans, we so often run away from God's glory trying to seek our own glory. Wow. Trying to glorify ourselves instead of the reason why God created us which is to glorify him. Psalms 19.1 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. That includes planet Earth. If you were to look at Earth from heaven, you would see a glow, a light, a shining. And there are different heavenly bodies with different levels of glory. 
The sun has one level of glory. So does the moon, the earth, the comets, the asteroid. Earth has glory. It's called earth shine. I have a science background. When the sun shines on the earth, the earth reflects the light from the sun and sends out a glory of its own. But it comes from the sun. And in the same way that the earth reflects the sun's glory, God wants the believer to reflect glory of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and the Father. How? Verse 29, he was talking to God. When you expose yourself to the presence of God, he will radiate his glory from you because you've been in his presence. When the sun shines on the moon, the moon radiates, reflects the glory and the brightness of the sun. Same thing with the earth. And so what I come to do today is, among other things, to ask you two questions. Have you, have you accepted the call of God on your life? Are you doing what God has called you to do? And are you spending time with God? And the kind of time I'm talking about is not just praying one moment of your day. I'm talking about walking with God. That's what I'm talking about. Paul says to pray without ceasing. It doesn't mean you need to be on your knees without ceasing. The Bible says Enoch walked with God. There is an intimate relationship that they had. There's a communion. There's just time. That's what they did in the second chapter of Acts. They just waited in God's presence. They weren't in any hurry. They just talked with God, walked with God. Their minds were on God. They were consumed by God. And as we are walking with God and praying and talking to God and just loving God, he manifests his glory through our lives. And he can do it in so many different ways. Yes. yes. Just being his example. And so we're, we're, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Chris or Natalie. He wants us to pray however they want to close out the meeting, but... I really want to challenge you and encourage you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and learn how to recognize his voice and obey him and then practice the presence of God. Yes. From your waking moment, talk to the Lord. All through the day, just talk to the Lord. Just acknowledge his presence and love him and um, let him talk to you. And the, as you do that, the days and the weeks go by. God, the Holy Spirit will work in you to radiate a glory that others will see it and know there's something different about that man. There's something different about that woman. Amen. Something different about that young person. Amen. Amen.
No, ladies and gentlemen, brother, I thank you so very much for that. That is a timely, timely, and I pray our viewers and listeners are encouraged in the name of Jesus Christ. My first thing is that I want to say whoever is there out there watching and listening, and you just want to renew your heart to Jesus Christ right now. There's no set specific way to say this, but you have to mean it from your heart. And would you just pray every single one of you out there, whether you know the Lord, or if you are just accepting Jesus Christ for the first time in your life right now, just pray along. Say, Father, forgive me of my sins. God, I acknowledge that you are real. And this life that, 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 that reflects the glory of God, I, I want to have that too. But Lord, I'm realizing that I know I have to read the word. Mm. I know I have to spend time with you and have a develop a relationship, like as if I'm developing a relationship with someone here on earth. Yes, Lord. Well, Father, I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. Mm. And I accept yes. Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I acknowledge him. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is my Lord and Savior. And our Holy Spirit, I want you to come in and mm. fill me mm. and help me in my daily life yes. to truly have a relationship mm. with God in all that that means. Mm. Help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read just the first portion of Colossians 3.16. And this is a prayer for every single one of you. It says, let the message of Christ in all its richness fill your lives. See, the word of God is rich. And, 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 and if you feel, you know, not fulfilled, let the message of Christ in all its richness Fill your lives Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is so important because just like in Romans 10, 17, it says, so faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Jesus Christ, hearing the very word of God. And that's our topic today. And I pray that you were challenged that each and every single one of you will now to say, wow, whether I, 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 I use like the resplendency app that has so many different versions of the Bible on it, but I will encourage you to grab a hold of your word and just mm. read the Bible, read it, hear it. It's a love letter to every single one of you, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, I always say the B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth, the, the B-I-B-L-E. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so rich. It is so pure. And it is a love letter. Mm -hmm. This is if I was writing a love letter to you. It's God's love letter to every single one of us. You will see how faithful he is, how loving, how kind, when things are not going our way. And he tells us to hold on in faith, just trust in him, just wait on him. The word of God will, will, will uh, it would apply to every area of your life. I can guarantee it in Jesus name. What a blessing today to have our dear brother, Deacon Everton Edwards with us here from the Brooklyn Tabernacle. Thank you so much for being with us. I love how the Lord just 
you know, from the beginning to this moment right here, he tied everything together. We talked about mm -hmm. how important it is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. We talked about the hungering and thirsting and, and how God will fill us up. We talked about, you know, how, you know, making sure that the word of God is coming deep inside mm -hmm. of us and, and, you know, and remembering to hide the word hide mm. the word in our hearts so that we will not sin against the Lord. Um, mm. You know, cherish what you're reading, cherish when you read the word yes. of God, you know, yes. and I love how um, our dear brother also shared here at the end here about, you know, that reflecting and how that is. So I love the way you, you shared that the standing out and shining for Jesus mm. is truly a reflection of Jesus Christ on the inside of us. Yeah being a light on the to everyone around us and everything we're saying everything we're doing we know that we are not going to be perfect beings god mm. god has made that clear the example you use is so perfect and the fact that you know moses was angry he just finished leaving the presence of the lord he was filled with the lord he had uh the commandments the and in anger he responded and yes. threw them you know, so it just shows you that, you know, we could be filled up, we can have this beautiful time with God, and we still have, unfortunately, weaknesses. And the Lord knows that. That's why we need him. That's why we need him. And so when we're weak, he still wants to be our strength. He wants to still help us on our day-to-day -day basis. There's so many right now. We know are hurting. We know there are so many that need to be encouraged. So we pray right now that you all were encouraged by this message and by this episode today. What an honor it is. Um, we, 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 we would love to hear from you guys. Let us know how you enjoyed this message. That's right. You guys can contact us at contact at resplendency.com. Again, that's contact at resplendency.com. And I really pray that all of them would comment on this video. I pray you will like it and subscribe here in Jesus' name as we're going to continue with the word of God week after week in Jesus' name. Yeah. We're here Tuesdays at 7 p.m. live prayer meeting where we call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and Pastor Nelly and myself are here at you know 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sunday mornings in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, um, we have our prayer moments. That's now right. That we've the been prayer doing. moments on Friday, just yeah. to call upon the name mm -hmm. of the Lord. Because we're really encouraging yeah. every single one of you to really um, know that God is the answer. God yeah. is the answer. He really yeah. does have the answer. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you to our dear brother, Deacon Erickson Edwards. Thank you for being here today, brother. Thank you for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure. In Jesus' name. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we love to sign off in this special way. On behalf of all of the folks here at Resplendency, our volunteers, everyone behind the scenes, we just want to encourage you, and even on behalf of Deacon Everton Edwards, in Jesus' name, that every single one of you to please stand, stand out and shine for Jesus Christ, Christ for Jesus Amen. Christ only. Yes. God bless you God all. God bless you. We love you.